0: And we're connected. We're going to hear a little intro music, thanks to Paul, and get this little show on the road for you, good freedom lovers. Back to the old opening, for one thing, thanks to Alvin. We've been hearing him for years. And thanks to Lisa, we brought him back up, drug him out of the grave, dusted him off, and put him back on the intro. So good morning, Alvin Lee, Roger Sales, uh, John Casera, Paul, and the rest of the folks around here. Wish you a good Monday morning here in the first working day of the Devil's Month of October so here we go we're going to kick off october folks and uh boy this one historically has a lot of events in it it seems so we're going to find out what the events of 2023 lie ahead for us are uh roger sales your host radio ranch it is the uh, monday edition of course october the 2nd yikes and uh we're on a bunch of different platforms. The keeper of the platforms, the man with the magic key is one Paul Beener. And we give him a little spot here at the front to tell us what all those are, don't we, Paul?
1: Yeah, yeah, we're all over the place. Um I did verify the Eurofolk stream and it sounds fabulous. So all right, so so what I did jumping in there and fixed it. <laughs>
2: Got to love that.
1: Okay. Uh, We're on Eurofolkradio.com. That's Eurofolkradio.com. We're mirrored on radio.globalvoiceradio.net. Both of those platforms are actually, both of those links are actually on the Expose the Matrix page with a bunch of other cool stuff like uh, the links to get into FCC, free conference call to be able to actually join us on the show. Uh, we're also on homenetwork.tv, we're on freedomnation.tv, and we are in Chicagoland! Yes! We're on 106.9 FM WBOU. Duck! The Pulse. Duck! Duck! It's not that bad. We have command of Lakeshore Drive. <laughs> so, That's right, and and and, and it's and it's protected by migrants
0: who are now police officers. If that doesn't put your mind at ease, oh,
1: oh, yeah. Dude. Well, I I sleep there yeah. at night.
0: Yeah, they were MS-13 members down there in Nicaragua, and now they're police in Chicago. Wow, or about to okay. be. I'd love that. Yeah. I well,
3: guess they'll probably, right, we'll you know, they
0: don't carry, they won't carry the baton, you know, Paul, the cops have that baton. They don't carry that. They're, they carry machetes. So just to give you a heads up. Yeah. Well, Heads well,
1: off. Well, thank you. Heads
0: guys. off. Yeah. yeah, better. Even better.
1: <laughs> yeah. Heads up or heads off. You know, either way works. Yeah.
0: There we go. It's so nice. You know, it's so nice to have a Jewish governor. Uh, And and, and, look, look, you get you get all these exciting events in Chicagoland. You get wonderful spectator fires over in Hawaii. Uh, You get lovely uh, unconstitutional gun grabs in New Mexico. Hey, vote yourself a Democratic Jew governor, and just
1: wait and see what you get. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're going to have all kinds of happy surprises. <laughs> <That's right.
0: laughs> hey, I had a question. Why aren't the migrants going to Israel? I don't seem to see any uh, trainloads of migrants invading Israel. Have you seen any of that, Paul?
1: Nope, nope, never I'll seen it. Oh, be darned. Yeah. yeah, well.
0: In fact, I think they're kicking their migrants out. Even if they're Jewish, but if they're well, they are because they got Ethiopian Jews up there, and the Ethiopian Jews, which do adhere evidently to the Judaic principles and religion, now have a right to return to Israel. So a bunch of them went to Israel, and the dernedest thing—they don't like them over there. They're kicking them out. They're excluding them from all social services. They're doing everything they can to get those
1: Ethiopian Jews out of Israel.
0: Come on, man. Let's have some migration.
1: No, you don't say.
0: Well, I don't say, but they do. Well, you know, one of the strongest things Jesus called them was hypocrites. Right. And that was being kind.
3: Well, he called them liars.
0: Well, he did. Yeah, he did. He called them sons of Satan, too, but he did label them as hypocrites and they've lived up to that for thousands of years and they're living up to it today every place you turn Yep, every place yeah so anyway my yeah, my we're First, taking yeah. John's time here with my with my commentaries, I'll shut up and welcome John because we only get him for hey, about an hour or so a week. Uh, how are you doing, my friend? Well,
3: not even that long today. Uh-oh. I gotta get ready. Uh, I got I got a long day today. Getting ready for oh. Vegas tomorrow. I'm oh, this to the price, uh, deal. Yeah. And I get to visit with Grant. Yay.
0: Oh, yay! That ought to be fun. So you're going to Vegas this oh. week, huh? Oh yeah okay
3: well good we'll we'll look look forward
0: (laughs) we'll uh, look forward to the reports we get back from uh, live on the ground actualities from lost wages
3: yeah I'm anxious to see what's going on they got a new one coming out
1: Ooh. Mm -hmm. really Mm okay okay
3: Well, anyway, uh, we've got some more tremendous testimonies. The interesting thing about the uh, Pryfe testimonies this time is people who were using the wand, some of them didn't want to use the wand, but they did and were kind of forced into it. And all of a sudden they decided that, man, this is the best thing they've ever seen. And both of them have become extremely vocal proponents of this wand. Uh, in different countries we have to get people here motivated more because you know they're locking down everything you gotta get mm-hmm. some way to protect yourself you need to make money easily without being out there in front of, of people too much uh in in, the, in front of the man you know getting your 1099s and all that kind of stuff um the one is the way to go it not only helps your health but it helps your finances as well
0: Rudge, anyway, Rudge. Uh, oh okay okay, okay. i, I got table. it i got it go ahead go ahead <laughs> i'll double my handkerchief i had a, i was tapping on a handkerchief all right it's double now triple it bath towel. i can't
3: to get used to it rob you know, you?
0: well it's my you know it's this nervous energy man and it's so subconscious i'm not even conscious of it but go ahead so thanks for bringing it to my attention i'll try and be a good boy
3: I can always tell uh, what you're emphasizing by the number of bangs and how hard it is. And
0: how hard it is, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a correlation <laughs> there. There's a correlation there, John.
3: Yes, there sure is. <laughs> anyway, right. let's play the price thing and get to that. And then I've got a few testimonies I'm going to talk about. You know, but I've, that's it, and we'll I've
0: go got one. Ahead. I've got a personal testimony. Go ahead. There we oh, go. Let's... Oh, go ahead. Well, you know, John, at our age, I've turned 75 this year. And uh, when a when a man gets to be an old man or an older man, I don't feel old. Uh, the traditional problem we have is with a little thing called a prostate gland. Right? Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, it gives you problems, not usually during the day, but at night when you're sleeping and you need to go relieve yourself because you've been woken up with a uh, older, full bladder, and you need to go and relieve that and, uh, you can't relieve it. And, uh, it, uh, is quite aggravating. Okay. And that's, I haven't had prostate flare ups in many years. I had some down in Argentina. And, uh, so the other night, Friday night, I wake up and I get this problem. And so it ends up almost keeping me up all night. Okay. Not too much sleep. And so, uh next day uh well, it was saturday when when did, did everything and uh i didn't use the wand on it The same thing happened saturday night and uh so i got up i said man why didn't i use that wand and so yesterday in the middle of the night actually i was using it but uh i got up and used it three or four times yesterday on my groin area and lo and behold man got a everything worked fine last night so I was oh, real, crazy. real. Believe me, if you and and there are men out there listening who have had that problem and understand it, and uh, wow, what a relief! You know, I wish I could sing that old jingle. You know, what a relief it is that yeah. uh, I'm. I, man, it was uh, a very to get up this morning with a good night's sleep, or better yet, to get up in the middle of the night last night and have everything work the way it's supposed to was. Well, I was very pleased, John. I was very anxious. Oh, no, get, I was very to anxious eat. to tell y'all about my personal problems. <laughs>
3: there you go. When well, you get to be this age, there's something something's going wrong, especially because of our diets. Yeah. By the way, I've been using Keto, and I've had pretty good success dropping my weight and improving my health. However, uh, I'm still not satisfied uh, because I have some heart issues that I have to deal with, as well as a prostate issue. And I started researching the carnivore diet, and I've been listening to a number of doctors talk about the carnivore diet. And I think that that's really the way to go. I heard one, and I'm going to tell you about this. One was an optometrist, a 30-year practicing optometrist, who talked about the carnivore diet and macular degeneration. Really? And she said, that with the carnivore diet, you can arrest the macular degeneration, and not necessarily improve it, but right. at least you can stop it from uh, continuing. Okay, I'm going to send you a link to that mm-hmm. that video so you so, can listen to yourself.
0: So I should have had a steak yesterday with Walt instead of the lasagna.
1: I guess. I think
0: everyone
3: uh, yeah, should have steak yesterday. I I started going carnivore yesterday, avoiding all the stuff at the church and everything else, and uh, wow. uh, it, And I started. To, well, actually, yes, yeah, yesterday morning I started. And um, so far, I'm liking it just to straight protein stuff. You know, it's bacon and eggs. I love bacon and eggs. You can have as much of that as you want and cheese and all that kind of stuff. You just got to get off the carbs and the sugar. And I'm already feeling changes uh, right now because um, it's just that fast. It's just amazing.
0: You'll lose weight on it. You can lose weight on it, too, I guess.
3: Yes, quite a bit. And uh, with my heart issues, that's one of the things that I want to do. I want to okay. get down I want to get back down to, to, military, weight, to Fight and military
0: weight. Fighting weight. Well, you need you, you might Fight need weight. to be in fighting weight out there in California as we go forward, John.
3: Well, not only California, the rest of the country. This is this we're heading with all of these illegals coming across the border, we are going to they be are, fighting gangs in our neighborhoods. They
0: are migrants, John. Let's no use our correct America. terminology, they're migrants. At least according to the UN if I may
4: I got a testimony too
0: oh
5: okay
4: Yeah, bring it back on uh, subject matter yeah it's Scotty I originally got the wand for um, spine issues or whatever you call it that I in the past had similar things from going flying on my scooter where um, it would have taken physical therapy like a year to fix and when I first got it it took care of those and then I re-injured and I had to do it more but I just had this week I have a a loose tooth, um, bottom original tooth um, that doesn't have a tooth next to it that has been getting hit from a a new um, crown on the top that sticks out about an eighth inch too far and wow. it hit it on the on the edge mm-hmm. like the fulcrum and it was pushed and it was doing it for years. Um, so I went to the dentist um, a couple of months ago and they said there's like three levels of looseness and it was number three, which means it's not savable. So I started taking uh, gelatin with tea. I should be doing it twice a day, um, but I do it when I can. And I've been doing the wand. And I went back because it was got so bad that I noticed my jaw was misaligned and it never could rest properly all these years. And it was at the point where like poison ivy gets worse each time you get it. And I, so I went and she ground it off. And she's telling me uh, it's, it's a number two. Looseness. I'm like, what do you mean? Last time I was here, you said it was number three and it can't be saved. Go check your charts. So she went and checked the charts and it's number two. So I haven't actually started doing the the wand with it. I only occasionally it hits that, like, you know, when I'm doing my neck, it hit. I never was wanding it because I thought it might do something with the metals in the mouth. So anyway, I'm going to continue working on this, but there seems to be something to it. I can feel it. It's definitely um tighter cool
3: um good so
0: that's,
3: that's great yeah that's great i
4: want my teeth directly
3: uh, yeah, and, uh, we've done and
4: it as far as uh roger maybe he's in the mood for and joy with it with all his electrical problems
0: <laughs> well i think Don't i'm past you. those yeah. i think we're past those <laughs> I've, got,
1: I've got my fingers crossed uh so well that's cool okay roger i give you permission to knock on wood
0: <laughs> okay. How about all right? I just knock on some glass here on the on the desk.
1: Oh man.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you got. We've well, got, got, got a little clip. Do what, John? Yeah. Go ahead, yeah,
1: we'll
0: John. Do. Got a little clip. Let's
1: do the clip.
0: Doctor, what's his name? Ing. Ong. Ong. Well, Ing. Ong. They're all the same. Go ahead.
5: For start, we will have to welcome our guest <laughs> from. Um, Germany, right? I mean, I, now you're getting me all confused. Susanna and Oliver Silberhoid. <laughs> yeah, we can laugh about it. It's just a amazing. Very yeah. confusing.
6: It's very confusing. Yeah. We live in Copenhagen, Denmark, and Susanna is Swedish. I'm Danish, and okay. also I'm from Germany. How yes. more? How much more confusing can it
5: be? <laughs> I know you guys were trying to confuse me, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it worked. <laughs> anyway, good to have you um, in today's live stream. And the reason why both of you are here is because, um, of course, first of all, I read your story and I was very touched with the, you know, how it has helped you, uh, you know, from your discomfort and problems. So we'll start off with uh, Susanna. Susanna have this, I don't know if it's rare, but EMF sensitivity. And also you had, uh, fibromyalgia and, uh, also near blindness. And you were, I guess, maybe probably close to some kind of depression, uh, last year, if I may, uh, Ed. So please tell us about your journey and how you discovered this wonderful device and how it has helped you. Tell us about it, Susanna.
2: Yeah. Thank you for, for asking. Uh, well, so i I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia like a decade ago. So that that's like another. So I lived a very complicated life in many ways because I had to to really uh, find ways to navigate because fibromyalgia is an autoimmune disease. And basically, when I got the diagnosis, they said um, that. Um, Take antidepressants and painkillers until you get an ulcer, because then you know twenty five percent of those who get this diagnosis they 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 take suicide after a few years because it's you know basically you are in pain twenty four seven at in the periods of when it's a bit cold. So we actually wow. moved to Costa Rica and and to even you know, to, to get the heat and, you know, try and we tried everything. Um, I'm, I used to teach at the university for nutrition and health. So I, you know, I've done a lot of studies and I did a lot of research. What, what ways. So I've tried everything I could even think of to, to feel okay. And managed, you know, to have periods where I was pain-free and had an okay life. And then uh, uh, three, four years ago, I started to get super sensitive to EMF. So basically, I couldn't go anywhere where it's radiation, like, you know, the, the Wi-Fi or mobile. So no, I couldn't go anywhere. And we are quite a globetrotter family, so we travel a lot, which meant that we haven't been able to travel because there's wi wifi and uh, everywhere you can't find a hotel without it or, you know, and, and well, we found an isolated Island at one time, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, you know,
5: basically you have to live off the grid, you know, and um, right. that is not easy because no. you're also an author and you have a podcast and you have a lot of things. And yeah, I guess the world is connected and it's pretty hard to run away from that. yeah,
2: Yeah. And that's so, what what the, the eye came in because I was uh, isolating myself in my and you know in the living room and and uh, with with it looks like a spaceship m- most of the time because it's tried to protect from the radiation I have cables in the you know stuff like that but then um, I all of a sudden I got a bleeding in my eye meaning I couldn't okay. use use my computer or be on uh, be on any screen so which meant that I I didn't have I couldn't do anything uh so so either it was the fibromyalgia or it was the EMF or it was the the eyes that they thought I was going blind and so a year and a half ago that you know I was I was almost depressed. Uh, I wasn't, but but I, you know, it, it felt quite hopeless, because I'm I'm a you know a woman with a lot of resources and a lot of power and you know like energy uh, inside, but my body didn't didn't want to collaborate. And then uh, a friend told me about the the iTara Care, and I got it exactly a year ago. I started to use it uh, on a daily basis. And within days, the pain was gone, and I we have just come home from from Italy celebrating my 50th birthday, and and wow. we could travel around um, and um, be with all the EMF and everything. It's it's so, like my my field is is so strong, so it doesn't affect me. Yeah. The energy, I feel better than I have in my whole life, and. Then with within three weeks the bleeding had stopped and so I don't have to take the injections in my eye anymore. And so basically I, I feel better than I have my whole life and I and so I feel very, very committed to bring these devices out in the world because this it is I like the, the closest to a Harry Potter one, do you know? know. It's, <laughs> it's just amazing. I mean, oh
5: wow, just to listen to you. Um, I can feel you, you know, uh, what you've gone through. And uh, in the case of Oliver, I guess you, uh, well, you're not really a networker in a sense, but uh, you became a stockist in Germany. Um, Yeah. I guess uh, maybe you can tell us and share with us your reason for being a stockist. Yeah.
6: Well, it's... uh... Quite, quite, uh, it was quite obvious to me when I witnessed what was happening to Susanna and I could see, um, see her joy and feel the energy that she was able to contain and produce. I, and I started, to, I was a little, you know, okay, that's good. You've got a new toy, the to wand, and she used it. And I saw the results. Okay, I better use it myself. So I got some pretty amazing results as well. But, uh, and, and Susanna has started uh, the, the networking part of working with it. But I know that you, I, i'm not a networker then i was asking but what's this stockist thing and there is uh, some stockists in in europe could, could, maybe could could we be stockist in some way and say ah darn i thought about the same thing maybe maybe let's let's explore it and and uh, things were a couple of weeks later and well it looks like there a lot was a there was uh, an event in Copenhagen where we live, where uh, where uh, Peter and, uh, and people, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they were there. So we set up a meeting, and, and it was it was like, okay, let's let's go for it, because Amazing. what we want to do is we want to make a, the biggest impact we can do in the world with our lives, and yeah. and uh, it can take many forms, and and this is with with the results that the Itera Care can produce, yeah. I, I could see that. that contributing to, to to bringing these devices out would be something that would have a very, very high impact in the world. If yeah. um, it had been, I don't know, something else, uh, <laughs> telephones
5: or... Uh, well, you you, uh, found your pu- you found your purpose. <laughs>
6: yeah, I wouldn't have been a stock for a company. But, but for, 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 for the most amazing device in the world, yes, thank you very much.
5: So, yeah. Well, thank you so much, guys, for coming forward to share your story. I'm sure uh, it will inspire some people who are listening or watching or maybe sometime in the future. And those people who have similar problems, problems like, like Susanna, Susanna, maybe, maybe they'll, they'll give it, give a, it a try. A try. Um, um, you, never you never know. know but, but before okay. I let you guys out, I mean, I mean what, what about, about the wall?
0: There's an really echo. There's an echo somewhere.
6: Because we are we are water nerds, so, so we have been working with water for years. You know, really? we produce our own water. I, I'm am a chemical engineer by training, and you know, so you should see our water system here at home. We are we are filtering. We are uh, we are uh, not only filtering, but we are sort of um, um, restructuring restructuring it. We're taking everything out of the water, new minerals, restructuring it, trying to emulate the water that comes out from the mountain, uh, from the spring. And um, and with, with uh, to to produce that kind of water, and we were having really 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 good water. So it took a little while before uh, before uh, Santa sponsor said, "But do you want the water?" And she said, "Okay, we better start trying to do that." And it actually made a huge difference to the water as well when we started to to, to blow the water. So um, do it. I mean, yeah. whatever quality of water you have use
5: the blower on the water yeah. it's I, so I, don't, important. I don't know why I mean what made me ask you that question but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> again everything happened for a reason right so you yeah. were kind of like okay I got it all figured out I'm gonna structure my water like you know what the waterfalls <laughs> you know that kind of um, natural spring or whatever kind of water and then here you have somebody telling you hey, hey you gotta want this water and it's gonna be so, I'm sure there were some doubts in, in within yourselves at that time, right? But amazing. I
2: said, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I said to him, it's just like, you know, you ask me to, to you know, I already have a Rolls Royce water. Why would I, you know, do more? Do even more. <laughs> uh, and he's like, well, but then you add the terahertz. And I'm like, oh, that's true. Let's try it. And uh, yeah, I the thing is i noticed how thirsty my body was even though the water molecules of of the water we had before was much uh, less clustered than you know regular water but the 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 terahertz water the charged water it's amazing you know i couldn't live without it now so yeah <laughs>
5: that's very powerful coming from both of you thank you so much <laughs> And uh, thank you for being here today. And really, we really appreciate both of you. And um, do oh, continue. Well, thank,
6: thank you so much. It's yeah. been an honor and a pleasure to to be invited to to come and share our stories here. And and uh, we we look forward to
5: journeying with Pride for many many years ahead.
2: Yeah. All thank right.
7: you so
5: much. Cool. Hopefully, I. Uh, get the opportunity to catch up with you guys. Maybe in Thailand, if you guys decide to go there.
2: Thailand, of course. Everyone should come to Thailand.
5: (laughs) All right. Thank you, guys. And uh, have a wonderful day.
8: Thank you.
5: you Bye-bye. Okay. Well, well, well. There you have it. I think, um, or even among the skeptics, well, (laughs) you should really reconsider, right? I mean, if you have, similar um situation maybe maybe this will be the time for you to try uh, this wonderful product our next guest is all the way from Ghana in Africa and uh yeah wow um his uh, resume um it's pretty amazing <laughs> well if I may uh before I introduce him uh personally Dr William uh is, uh, you know, an entrepreneur and a visionary leader with uh, an outstanding track record. And he serves as the founder and president of WASK, W-A-S-K, and uh, WASK Group, a dynamic consultancy firm, and recently assumed the role of CEO of Pride International in Africa. In uh, And he's from Ghana. Can we welcome our special guest for today? Dr. William. Hi, Dr. William. How are you? And uh, good to meet you again. The last time we were in Malaysia in Kuala Lumpur. And uh, wow, you have a big task in front of you, right? You have a big task. Now, before I start, please tell us and carry us through about your previous experiences in uh, other industries uh, as well as networking.
8: Well, um, I started uh, network marketing when I was very young because my mom was a network marketer. Mm
7: -hmm. And,
8: um, you know, as an entrepreneur from Africa, my dream and vision was to transform the lives of many. You understand? And um, when you're an entrepreneur, a lot of people are thinking about going to the bank, but if you're a young entrepreneur, having access to investment or having access to different um, streams of income to back your vision is very difficult. I started my own company when I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. I was into waste management, sanitation, recycling, and all those things. And after school, during my practice, mm-hmm. I really wanted something to also back my entrepreneurship the journey. So I went into the venture of um, level marketing and um, everything went well. We built teams. Uh, what of, we did almost close to 30 to $40 million in sales in most of the corporations I was working with. And um, I was also um, given the, um, the title of um, Master Networker by the Network Times magazine in the U.S. Eric Worre did the closing. So I've also served my way by impacting lives here in Africa, touching over close to twenty to 50000 young people, and also teaching them how to leave their comfort zone to also make it up to the top. But I resigned in network marketing. That was 2020, and my last company of Total Life changed in the U.S. And um, that is when I thought that I was done. So I had to pay attention to my company and my business. And um, earlier, um, I met uh, Mark and Sarah in Dubai. And um, I was sitting in the lobby of Givora, the tallest hotel in the world. And um, Mark and um, Sarah and I had a conversation. And they wanted to introduce this one to me. (laughs) But there's something that happened. I told them, no, I was not interested. You know, and Mark said, no, it's going to help you. I said, no, you let's talk. And Mark sent me a lot of images and messages and videos. I did not even open it. But I had this neck pain because I had gone to about six different countries. And uh, Mark came to my, my my place in the hotel and just did something like this with the machine. And in two minutes, the pain was gone. But still, I had in my heart not to pay attention to receive when I flew back to Ghana, my mom told me that son, your father is dying. My father is having chronic sciatica. My father is having sciatic pain, and because of the pain, managed, it's affected the kidney and he has p edema, swelling of the legs and the face and the body. But something happened. My mom had rented the device, the red one, the classic, from a UK doctor, who rented it to my mom like twenty dollar a day. <laughs> wow. Thanks, thanks. so when i came back to ghana mom said i should come home when i got home she showed me the machine i said i met a gentleman in dubai who just showed me this machine what is it doing in your house and she was like son the man the doctor said i should bring back the machine because your dad did not use it he wanted you to come and verify if it was safe so wow. mom said please look into this for me i believe it will save your father's life And I called Mark and said, brother, I'm ready to align with you. Show me the way. I flew to Malaysia. And when I went to Malaysia, it was like a different world. The people were not just talking about money. I met the BODs. These are people who believe in God and in humanity. The vision of this company is not about money. It's about how to tap into different streams to help humanity. Who will give you good health and give you good money? This company is the combination of the two. So when I saw the presentation, Nathan did the presentation, I was tearing up. I just heard a voice that you have to receive the information. And I told Mark and Dr. Stephen that if this thing helped my father, the world will hear about it. In life, I stand for greatness. I stand for legacy. I don't look for money. You know, the true wealth is the number of people you could impact in your life. So when I came down to Ghana, I gave my kid sister the red machine to go back and blow my dad in seven days. All the pain he was having in his body, the facial puffiness and the legs swelling, everything was gone. And from that day till this day, I've been living a prime life. Every day I wake up for pride. I do everything for pride. I change my ways and everything to align with the higher vision. To make pride for my one and also to make it care move in the horizon from Ghana to the Africa at large and the world at large. And I started building back to back. By the grace of God, I have teams everywhere, in South Africa, in Tanzania, in Malawi, in Kenya, in Nigeria, and everywhere. And it's just not about me. The vision is how many houses and how many homes can we put at one there? We have to be the mouthpiece to share the great news and our testimonies to the world. So that is how I encountered all this great opportunity and that's why I'm here today.
5: Wow. Amazing, Dr. William. I think you said it all. <laughs> I don't have anything else. To...
4: <laughs>
5: you are so charismatic and you do it from here. And that's yeah. important. That's important. So I, I believe that uh in November you have a plan to do some kind of a roadshow. Would you like to share with yeah. us?
8: Yeah. All right. So um We have really studied the market. We have built a strong foundation where nothing can come and destroy. We have been standardized by the government. Our our machines have been accepted by the people and the people love it. So the next move is to create momentum. Momentum is when there are thousands and millions of people waking up every single day believing in our vision. So we are going to scale up a momentum Roadmap. We'll be going to Togo, Benin, Cote d'Ivoire, the West African countries, and we'll enter into the northern sector, we enter into the eastern sector, the southern sector, for the world to hear what we have. So we are going to create a momentum to impact Africa, where people can have access to this one, and they can have, because a lot of people, you know, whenever you are looking for something good, people are also engineering bad ways to destroy that legacy. So a lot of people flooded the market with the fake ones, and people did not even know which one is correct. So we are building a whole leadership in order to educate the mass about which one is original, which one is bad. And now we are building seasonal leaders in all the African countries where we will all come together as one family to also make sure that the vision of pride will be back. So from November, we will be doing a massive tour. And doing and building this legacy and spreading the good news. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. With your passion,
5: mission, and vision, it's going to explode in different countries in Africa. And what you have more than 50 countries, I believe, in Africa. And uh, yes. hopefully, many of these uh, leaders will go to Thailand with you. And uh, yes, certainly, everything starts from here and here. And feeling you, I can feel you're going to go very far and you're going to change the livelihoods of many people in Africa as well as the many people who are now crying for help because of the different um, problems in health that they have right now. And our miracle product is definitely going to be able to help them. Thank you I so like
8: much. That. Yeah. I like that. You know that um, I, will, I must say for everybody to hear and understand my first encounter with a uh, group president, you know, Dr. Stephen had a treat for me. We, we went for lunch. And after having the lunch, we were walking. We saw a young kid with crutches. And when we bypassed the kid with crutches, Dr. Stephen looked back and watched the kid more than four times. He couldn't stand to see someone in pain. So I knew that, in order to have a maximum effect in this company, it has to be from here. And I must tell you, I own a general hospital on the business road in Ghana. The miracle tool that is holding the hospital now is this same machine. So in life, you know, I nearly missed the opportunity in Dubai, but opportunity found its way back to my father's house in order to bring me into divine alignment. Not knowing that whatever we are looking for in life is also looking for us. Every single day, people come to the hospital because of this one. They don't don't come because of labs. They don't come because of anything. People are towards what we call preventive medicine. And when they get to understand the dynamics of what we have, they are willing to also use it and use it. So what you're saying about it being a miracle, it has really touched my whole livelihood and the way I do my things. And I would like to thank you also. When I was in Malaysia, you inspired me. (laughs) <laughs> you gave me some of the materials, the tools to watch. And we watch your videos every day with the seven wonders and everything. And um, try if, you know, have the best people who are working not for money but working for humanity. And I would like to commend you for that. Thank you so much. Wow, <laughs> you're a very, very passionate
5: person. Thank you so much, Dr. William. You, and yes, I think um, the best is yet to come. <laughs> from you. Make it happen. Thank you, Thank you for being here today and uh, see you soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Wow. Very powerful, passionate leadership, I believe, that will transform Africa. And uh, many people are going to hear about us and many people will benefit with this amazing range of products that we have. Thank you for watching today and I hope that some of the things being highlighted will be probably if you're new, make you want to try the wonderful miracle one, (laughs) magical one. I don't know what you call it, but it is iTera. Thank you so much and see you again next week.
0: Wow, man. Those are really good testimonials today, John. are
7: not medical devices. The information provided is for educational purposes only and does not substitute for professional medical advice. Please consult a medical professional or healthcare
0: provider if you are seeking medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment. Oh, we had to get the disclaimer in there. Had to. Oh yeah. Good so testimonials, man. A couple, I got a couple you're observations. You're I got one observation I want to make. What about some English doctor that's renting this thing out for 20 bucks a day to somebody in Africa?
3: Yeah, that you can do that. You can even well, set up a clinic, and you have people coming uh-huh. in. You, you can well, treat them for twenty bucks.
0: Well, you know, John, it goes back to the old saying I heard years ago. You know, I'm from the South. Pigs get fat, and hogs get slaughtered.
3: Well, yes, you've said that many times.
1: My daughter rents them out for fifty a week.
3: Wow! This is a tool that helps. Pretty much everybody, and uh, it's it's a life changing tool. It also will generate a cash flow for you. Um, and for for if you want to help Raj, you know it's on the expose the matrix in the upper right hand corner. You can just go up there and click on the links, or contact me, and we can take an order and get you started in this program. This is a way to in- help your finances as well. And for those of you that I want to spend a lot of time researching and getting involved in, in what we're doing here, um, this is a way in the process of also being able to help your finances a little better. Now Canada shut it down already, but look what's going on in the rest of the world. Yeah well it's just truly amazing what this thing does what, to people.
0: What do you expect in a country where the, where a Nazi executioner gets two standing ovations
3: from Parliament? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know the people that we've got up in Canada yeah. are just beside themselves.
0: I can imagine <laughs> yeah. more more impetus to hang Trudeau.
3: That guy in Ghana, his, his resume is uh, impressive. No, it's impressive. Very impressive,
0: very impressive, and it may be his is the first hospital in the world that's that's using the wand instead of emergency room. I thought that was very impressive to me. The people are coming to the hospital not for the doctors, not for the labs, not for the emergency. They want to be wanted. That's pretty. That's pretty interesting, John.
3: It's fantastic. I think we've got a real winner here, and people need to grab this thing and start talking about it. You know, you're out there doing research. You want to spend time in the libraries? uh, This is the way to do it. You you can actually. I, I run into people every day. That are hurting. I met yeah. another guy yesterday. He's yeah. in construction. Yeah. He's got he's got back problems. He's overweight. Uh, his buddy also has all kinds of uh, meta, uh, uh, weight problems and, and structural problems. They're both big guys, and um, you know you you start talking about the wand, and they just can't believe it. There's a little bit of a resistance there. Oh, you can understand. It that. For them.
0: I, I, I was hard sure. for me to believe when I first heard about it.
3: Yeah, Well, us too.
0: I mean, you Uh, know, honestly, John, it's been a little over a year since I've been involved. I think I got involved last September or something, late August, something like that. But every one of these weeks that we do these programs, it just becomes clearer to me that this is the future of medicine right here. I mean, not trauma stuff, but... Ordinary aches, pains, conditions, situations, etc. This seems to address all of those virtually.
3: All the chronic problems that the doctors never solve. Right. Chronic pain, Watch. chronic yeah. neurological problems, skin yeah. problems.
1: Yes, Paul. I have to thank you for um, bringing it back to me because I had been exposed to the wand a year before you had And um, I looked at it and I tried to dig up information on it and I found the knockoffs in China. And I decided not we, to do it. Uh, that has a happened before you had even seen it. Right. Well, that's happened to
0: me several times. So people go off. They think they're going to be real, real slick. And they go and do a search and find the knockoffs out of China for $19. And, oh, oh, it's a money deal. And, you know, the thing is, you feel sorry for those kind of people. That Our whole culture and society is so conditioned to scams that people have that attitude and bread in them you know and it's those people that follow that path and take the head fake if you will the the, the price fake not price the price fake and uh, are not gonna find success and it's sad well if I
1: had not well, gotten really, a hold of what really is, if you hold up let Paul
0: finish go ahead Paul
1: if I had not gotten a hold of one of these, I would probably still have a useless right shoulder, and my right foot would probably still be one right. and a half times the size of my left. Right. I'm right. just saying.
0: Yep. John, you want to go ahead, man? I know you're limited on time today, so well, I don't want to waste any.
3: Yeah, we're we're doing okay. I, I I'm just astounded, as you as you know, the the, the uh, people that were very excited about talking to you had had me contact them. Uh, when we talked to them, uh, they were all impressed and they were getting good results. So they contacted somebody else to go out and some, some doctor of some sorts um, who decided that the first thing he's going to do is he got the wand and then he decided to order some of the knockoffs and took them apart and says, oh, they're exactly the same thing. Um, not knowing and understanding somehow that uh, these the technology here is uh, only available to Pryfe and to the... Military over there, so they look at it and their eyes t- tell them that it's the same thing. Well, they don't—they don't understand the, the the crystal stuff, the technology behind that, which is proprietary. Um, there is no other wand out there that is, is available and has this technology. So I thought the people we were talking to were very educated, but you just heard two real educated people tell you that this thing is phenomenal. Yep. And yet the other person looked at the price and says, oh, well, we're buying them for $39. It's all good. It's all good. You know, we, we're you're, you're marking them up, you know, and they just blow you off. They don't even want to hear the rationale. And well, who are those people? They're public uh, figures. Look at the people that they...
0: It, it affected an entire... It also, this, this exact thing we're talking about, affected an entire radio network.
3: Hmm. Yeah. I'm I mean I'm just
1: uh if I may. If if yep. if I could do one thing quick before Scotty jumps in here. Uh, we do have somebody that has both a authentic <laughs> price wand and a knockoff. And he got the knockoff about a month before the price wand. And he experienced a health crisis. Then he got the prife wand, and then he got a clean bill of health. And he had an EMF meter, and he tested both wands. And they have similar EMF radiations from the motor end, which one could expect. I mean, motors work on electromagnetics. Sure. But the knockoff wand had... Uh, EMF emissions out the front of it, roughly equal to his microwave oven operating at three feet away. And the prife wand had zeros, all zeros off the front end of the wand. So all of that EMF that was in the motor of the Preiff wand, which is a necessary evil and we can't do anything about it. They were all 100% filtered out by the quartz tube technology.
0: Okay, Scotty, what you got?
1: Hello, Scotty, come on. He's
0: on the. That was his phone ringing. Go ahead, John.
3: Okay. Okay. Well, I've got a couple here that I can go over quickly. Um, this uh, lady named Pia says this for as long as she can remember, her hair has fallen out. I would leave strands of hair everywhere I went. I have to clear the shower drain every other day just so it won't clog with my hair and that's not a nice task. This past year my hair has gotten so fine and wispy that it was almost unmanageable. Well, I realized that I'm not shedding hair anymore. Nothing, not a zip. My hair is staying intact on my scalp. How awesome that. I love my wand. Cool. That's uh a, seems to be a continuing trend with helping people on hair issues now there's another lady I cannot pronounce the name uh, but my, my name is mm-hmm. what it is I live in poor Bandar Gharat, India uh-huh. my mother is 88 years old my mother f- fell down in the left eye damaged 11 day treatment so what happened is, is I've got a picture here the mother fell down and when she fell she hit her her um, left eye Mm. I'm looking at the picture here unless it's the right it may be flipped uh, from the camera but the point is is that it's a huge hematoma on her cheek Uh, it's uh, very very swollen and the whole eye is um, very very red and dark red from the hematoma around that thing Mm -hmm. so he started wanding it 10 minutes one time twice a day and uh No other medicine, no other treatment, only the Iteracare, and wonderful, amazing results. Thanks, Iteracare device. Well, after 11 days, she looks back to normal. Yikes. No damage. Everything's fine. Fantastic. Uh, Claudette says, I usually have blood pressure reading of 120 to 130 over 76, and when I'm in pain, I get to the 130s. Today, it was 96 over 66. I rechecked the other arm, and it was 106 over 70. Uh, This is one of the main things with John Scavola. Remember, he also uh,
0: had high blood blood pressure.
3: Right. Yeah. Uh, Beverly writes, my husband's been on BP meds for at least 30 years now, and he is off the meds, and his BP is staying great. Cool. Uh, That's all she said. That's the point. Uh, there's another fellow here, uh, from somewhere. I'm not sure. His uh, boy, his name is Boy, B-O-Y, um, Tapawan. Uh, stages of my prostate specific antigen test.
0: Wow.
3: So it's number one was, uh, 10.03 PSA. Then it went down to 4.02 PSA. Now it's normalized to 2.41, which is, well, okay. So from a high of 10.03, um on november and after a series of tests he was scheduled for an operation but glad the pandemic happened it stopped the operations all procedures were put on hold a tear care came into my life the last of december and uh, i conducted uh, three weeks of intermittent wanding and blowing and my test showed a sudden drop to 4.02 and last january uh, my relationship with the one unit blossomed to a six or seven days per week. Um, my recent tests uh, in March this year showed normal readings of 2.41, and this is within the range of an adult from 60 to 69 years of age. Yikes. So it's 0. 0.22 to 6.16 for that age. Uh, as such, my love affair with her shall continue for the rest of my life.
0: <laughs> ah, assigning a female gender to it. Uh, well, it adds for the guys. Uh, for the guys, it adds another uh, another step in your if you're doing any of the chakra stuff. You know, John, when my internet was off for for a week, and yeah, and and uh, there no no internet. You know, for a week. What do you? What do you do? Can you imagine that?
3: No. <laughs> you get a. You,
0: <laughs> I mean, it it, does, it changes your world. Okay, really. And so, but the point being is, I had a lot of time to do extended wand sessions during that time because I didn't have anything else to do. I mean, well. I could have cleaned the apartment or something, but come on. I'm not going to take. Of <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not going to take drastic measures like nah. that. You know
3: hey Scotty was back Scotty you back
4: yeah I had a phone call um, and I missed it Um, what you were talking about it really is like the tug of war between uh, you and Mike you know and uh, luckily you won the tug of war and he got dragged into the mud Um, so that's really like kind of what I tried to reach out to that would be like a good commercial like you have a little parody like it's a double commercial it's one um, to get people over to Roger and over to what, what we got going on over here, and then it's the medical aspect because uh, it really appeared on the station through Angry, and she backed it, and then he went and switched it, and and that mucked everything up, and then you came along and were doing the right thing, and now we all know who wasn't doing the right thing. Um,
0: Maybe still so not.
4: I I think this could be used now to like. It's like an advertising, like a little, you know, quick little video thing that's shared in all kinds of ways that it's, you know, a tug of war between the real company and the uh, China duplicates. Yeah. Anyway, that was my simple idea. Well, I guess like you
0: tonight. could say the radio right. ranch is your one stop stop, right, for health and freedom and sanity. Yeah. You got sanity, too. <laughs> Well
4: no, I'm trying to work on the, the premise of like a spinoff because 'cause you're on your set trail and and I use the comparison of like a show like Happy Days then had other ones show and Star Wars had one. It's like you're still on your path, but then you have little alternates, you know, where you have, you know, affiliates. Anyway, I yield. Okay. It's just my vision to help promote Ooh, okay. and advertise. And I'll add on, Marina Jacoby, who I've been trying to merge, who has she's been under attack big time. I just got another email today um without with posting in the chat and to end cal todd calendar has a good uh, video with uh, the baron going into all kinds of stuff i'm gonna post that in the chat too i yield thanks okay, okay well i
3: got a couple more uh, posts here let me do these real quick and yeah get get, here.
0: go ahead john
3: alicia said i just i just gifted my dad a one after his two days his blood pressure is under control it's typically 150 over 90 with medication And his past two readings have been 116 over 80 and 115 over 74. Uh, I got it after watching Kevin's testimony. Remember, Kevin was the guy that was really badly vaccine injured. Oh, yeah. uh, Up in Canada. Canada, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I bought it after watching Kevin's testimony because he walks exactly the same way. I'm hoping he'll stick with it. Just doing the basic protocol minus the head. He's drinking the water before and after. Uh, she didn't say it was going backwards, so you know he had a good positive result on the blood pressure at least. Audrey just had a doctor appointment with my kidney doctor on Friday and got the lab results today. I did get some good news. My creatine level went down from 2.53 to 1.75. Normal is 0.06 to 1.1, and my GFR kidney function went up from 25% to almost 31%. Electrolytes are good. And almost no protein in my urine. That really mystifies the doctor, but he is sure it's the medicines that I am on. He gives no credit to the wand of water and wanding. That is what is different. That's all I did different. I forgot to mention my aa one c was nine point three in March, and a week ago it was seven point one. Things just keep getting better. Exclamation point. Uh, theory uh, says I have a quick testimony that's astonishing. I had a split molar a few years back and one half was loose and painful when I brushed my teeth. Yeah. It's now reattached together. Can't Yikes. move it and no pain at all. When I all I do all I do is one my face and mouth a few minutes a day for the last ten days or so. I'll continue, but it looks like stem cells are regrowing the teeth as well.
0: <laughs> wow, man. That's, <laughs> that's pretty darn amazing pretty right fun. there.
3: That is amazing. That is amazing. Cool. So Gina writes, my husband, Mike, had an open sore due to a bad circulation problem for over three years. And we're looking here at his uh, left foot. And on the back of his leg, about midway up the calf, is an open wound. After using the wand for a few months, it's completely healed. (laughs) Last month, the doctor took a biopsy of it and said it was cancer. He will see them again on June 21st. He's supposed to have surgery on it we are very anxious to see what they will say also the color is back in his legs they were so pale and that picture shows it i mean it's is it, one leg is just white and unhealthy looking and there's around the wound of course there's inflammation but now there's no sign of the inflammation there's no sign of the wound and he's got normal leg color Amazing. unbelievable
0: unbelievable
3: So that kicked up uh, somebody named uh, Gina. She wanted to comment on it and says, wow, my husband's skin cancer is gone. Triple exclamation point. The wand capitalized is amazing. Thank you, Jesus. Triple exclamation points. The doctor walked in after the first biopsy today and said, he's clear. (laughs) Angela says, my thyroid is healed. They noticed a couple of months ago that my levels were too low after I started wanding my thyroid. So I went down to one half a pill, but even then started making me feel sick after taking it. So I stopped taking it completely about two months ago. They said it takes about three months for the medication to be out of your system. Anyway, I got blood work done yesterday only to find out that my thyroid levels are completely normal. Thank oh, you, Jesus. How cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cheryl writes, I love getting messages like this. Quote, I hate to catch you this late, but my boyfriend wants to order two wands. <laughs> he says it's helping his knee. He has tried everything and been in pain for years. With the rainy weather here, to hear him say it helped is great. I bet she's relieved she's tired of hearing about it. How can we make it happen? So um, Jill writes, please reach out to whomever told you about the Terracare." Care. That's how this company operates. If you already own one, your sponsor should be able to help you place an order for him. And then Angela, finally, the last thing. I woke up with aching legs in the middle of the night the first night I received my wand. I thought I would give my wand a try. Much to my amazement, my pain left me immediately, and I was able to resume my sleep. And that was Kathy's story. I'm telling you. That girl was constantly getting attacked by her nerves. And she her
0: sure was. Rest in peace, yeah. Cassie. Kathy's yes. the one that
3: brought this to us. Yeah, she did. She was such a jewel. Anyway... I'll see you guys later. I'm off to Vegas in the morning.
0: John, have a wonderful trip. Give Brent, uh, I'd say give him a big hug, but he's so damn big you can't get both arms around him. And uh, But no have a great time. <laughs> and uh, we'll be anxious to hear your next Monday report, I would think.
3: Yeah, me too.
0: Cool, man. We'll also, be very- I guess
3: that uh, Annie, one of your listeners here, is actually going to a uh, Trump rally, I guess, and is going to be offering the woman. She's setting up a booth and the whole thing.
0: Well, Annie, and I, yeah, I, I know about that, and I, I, hope, uh, I hope maybe you're able to participate in that. So.
3: Yeah, anyway. I'll try to do that. I'd love to do it. Yeah. You know, then the other thing is, is that she's a retired uh, emergency uh, room nurse.
0: Yes, I knew that. Been
3: working in that for thirty some years, right? And she's representing the wand. You guys, you're missing it. You are seriously missing it.
0: Now, we may have some new Hello. listeners this first Hello. time. They may have even tuned into the show, period. But, uh, we, we have John on, an old friend of mine from the early days of this message, 12 and a half years ago. John Casera was one of the guys that responded even back then. Okay. And, uh, they've uh, brought us this wand and if first time you've heard about it, y'all look into it. I'll leave the ball in your court. Thank you, John. Have a great, and, um, okay, It's first Monday of a month very, too, yeah. right?
3: Yeah, and you guys, uh, there's other people here already that are, are beginning to start representing the lawn. Uh, so, you know, contact them too. You know, uh, Paul's doing it, and Mirka's doing it, and there are a couple of others that are starting to do it now too good i'm, I'm really proud of them they're doing a great
0: job i'm proud of Fantastic. every you know i mean look i uh, 12 and a half years ago i was the only guy in the world that knew this okay and uh we've come a long way and i'm real pleased better really to build slowly and have a firm foundation than to be a one-hit wonder and die off quick. And I'd much, even yeah. though it's frustrating and, and it can uh, get you that way uh, when people won't listen for whatever reason. But uh, we're, we're building a very solid foundation, and I'm very pleased. Okay. So thank you, no John. You be real careful, okay?
3: You bet. Thank you. Okay. Bye, everybody.
0: Fantastic. Thank you, John. It's interesting uh, testimonials today that both of those on the video audio that we heard were uh, outstanding. So, uh, okay, well, we get rid of the wand here and launch off into our regular stuff. How's everybody doing today? Good, thank you. For Sketch, you sound real good today. You must be on a little different connection or something. Uh, first of all, let me say, are there any new students or people with questions, etc.? Because that's really the main reason we're here. Uh, and if there's any of you out there that are in that situation, we'd love to hear from you. So I want to give you the opportunity, just hit star six or whatever you do and unmute. And we'd love to address your questions, concerns, comments, etc. Anybody like that today? doesn't sound like it. Uh, Okay. So uh, does anybody else have anything on their mind this morning as we start the week?
9: Hey, Rogers. Brady.
0: Hey, Brady. How you doing, man?
9: Good. So ran into a little trouble with uh, my wife's employer and the WAPN filing, so we're doing a little different method with that. They have internal stuff. Right. I'll let you know
0: how that goes. Okay. Did but, you, uh, did you, did, did you, uh, let me, Brady, let me ask you, did you go get the thing stamped by the IRS before she gave it to her employer? No. You might want to do that. A W4B. Okay. Uh, that we've heard, that you, if you've got an IRS office, you can drop in there and they'll stamp it. If not, I guess you do it through the mail. But they will stamp it approved or whatever the stamp is, and then you take that to the employer. Here's the big problem with what you're dealing with. The, these scoundrels have made employers withholding agents. And so they are absolutely tied at the hip to the IRS and they're more scared of them than you are so uh, this getting it stamped by the IRS appears from what we've heard previously to overcome that obstacle so I wanted to tell you that okay
9: thank you yeah it looks like she works at one of the major medical centers uh, real famous one um, the Mayo Clinic and it appears that they just have internal systems that they use for this type of thing yeah so they want her to do it through the online portal first okay trouble,
0: uh, okay well all right i got mean, i got, I got so, some insight with you here another one of our good listeners brother of one of, gary our uh, he's his work schedule doesn't line to be with us anymore i know he listens every day on replay uh but his brother david has some kind of a big-time job. He's out in Dallas, and they've got the same type thing where it went online, and he went online and clicked exempt from federal taxation, and he said, man, my next check was fantastic. So I don't have any schisms about that.
9: No, I'm I'm not worried about it. I I talked to the, the foreign office, actually sent a message to my wife. I called and talked to the guy. He's like, yeah, I've never seen 26 CFR." 1.1-1 1.1-1 before, and at this point, I'm not even going to look at it. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, we'll do it the way that gets it done, whatever that is. Yeah. He, they were they were like you said terrified.
0: He was, didn't want to talk about it at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a great example. They have pulled all of this terror, fear, and off of a simple little trick of getting you to answer those two questions. That's the root of their power. Is that not unbelievable?
9: I uh, it's it's insane to me that you can sit down and explain something to somebody and say, "This it's right here in the law. It's completely lawful. It's it's in, it's in a little bit of difficult to understand English, but here it is." And they're like, "Well, that's okay. Go ahead, if, if just do it like this." Like the one fellow on on. Um, telegram that's having difficulty with his employer. But, uh, and then I, I had another question, and then I'll yield. Um, what, what's your opinion on the language in 1.0-1, uh, where they talk about the start and end date of uh,
0: 26 CFR? I don't know. I've never even looked at that that regulation, to tell you the truth. So I can't answer your question. I can't answer this, though. If you turn over the next page in the CFR in 26... And on the next page, they've got a real interesting question that says, Who is a citizen? And it says, Everyone born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof.
9: Same thing as the
0: 14th Amendment. Almost verbatim. Thanks,
9: Roger. Okay, okay Brady.
0: Go hit a bullseye for us, would you? Yes, uh, sir. Good man. Uh, I, anything you get back response wise from BATF, please let us know. Okay. Um. So, uh, anybody else got any comments or stuff today? You didn't see anything over the weekend that to what we do here worth commenting about? None of that.
10: Okay. We were talking about Good morning, Roger. Hey, America. Um, We were talking about on Telegram about public law and private law and natural law versus a um, man-made law.
0: Okay, well, I mean so, uh, it, I love what Brent's simplicity brings to us. Law of the land, law of the city it's just like you want to be free or you want to be a slave okay law of the land law of the city for the law of the land the common law which we have access to we're most of us firmly covered by it now uh for there to be a problem there has to be and there's a rule of thumb here america and audience there has to be an injured party there has to be somebody that's been diminished in some capacity by whatever interaction you had with them, and that's the way suits at common law arise, okay? And I think Brent's explanation, he gives me so much insight, really, of the fact that the law of the land, concentrates on the process of whatever altercation it is is these these facts how they're presented this is done right that's done right if everything's done right in the process the outcome will be correct right right marco
3: i mean if if
0: you if brady loads his gun right He gets the sight sighted in, if it's correctly, looks through his scope, puts the bullseye in the crosshairs and pulls the trigger, and then the bullet's going to hit the bullseye, isn't it? The the process was correct, and the outcome was therefore correct. The law of the city does things where they concentrate on the outcome, and the process is outcome-oriented. Now, you want to hear this mentioned. I, I don't even know how many times. Go to last night's Barnes & Fry Barnes Law. And the, virtually the whole program, this is outcome-oriented, this is outcome-oriented, this is outcome-oriented, I bet he said it ten times, okay? That's the law of the city. They do things to achieve something. We go through and look at the problem, address it correctly, and get a correct outcome. That there, that is, does that help? Yes, it
10: does. Um, but there was something that – was. Uh, it was um me and devin going back and forth uh, about um explaining um he's trying to put something together on um like the the laws and i've been kind of reviewing and learning a, a lot on it um how it started and where it came from and where we are Uh, what law we're under and um, what the u.s system is so
0: okay let's go um, back all right let's just stop let me stop you right there because i try and make these things simple for everybody because they really are simple okay they really are all right when the country founded under the common law the common law is public law isn't it it's available to everybody Right, yeah. Okay. And so, in the beginning, up until the 14th Amendment, and of course, especially 1933, we had public law, the common law, but it was used for private purposes. If there was an altercation in your business dealing, somebody frauded you or whatever, you go in and have a common law venue, okay? Now, we're using private law, the merchant law, for public purposes for the public citizens and public policy so they switched it again what they've done with all of these things that's the common denominator all this citizenship they flip stuff they just flip it right okay
10: The the private law is federal
0: correct it's for for federal. What's well, merchant merchant and law? Employees, and, right? And it's usually used in in your private dealings because it's merchant law, all based on contract, right? Well, they've taken that and made it the public law because now they've got a property uh, 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 element in you, and they can apply it to you because they got a property right in you.
10: Right, and then there was something where he we we were talking about state law versus federal but i see that as still federal because it's the state well, law well capital state it's interesting
0: X. well it's, see that's the difference that's a capital state versus a small S- right. state okay now right, exactly. i i was I, because of john being on and this probably we can carry it over okay i guess <laughs> easily but yeah. uh we've got a situation with an attorney general that responded to one of our students' uh, notices that I really want to discuss. Okay,
10: I got one of those too. I think
0: we uh, um, all. Yeah, you got one from California, and the California one you know, in right. all the bullshit. You know, oh, we don't give out legal advice. If you need to go to legal advice, go to the California or Bar. Yeah. All that crap. But they said we recognize our private citizens, didn't they? Yeah. Okay, right yeah, there. Exactly. That's as that's as much of their hand as they're going to show you. If you're playing if you know if you're that in one. Vegas, that's they're tipping their hand right there, but they're only tipping it. They're not showing it to you.
10: Right, but it's so like there's only a few that respond that way. Well,
0: um well, I think
10: I got it. Well, it was Bonta, so Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, this one was not in from California. This one was yeah. from Ohio, OH10. Oh, okay.
10: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I so remember.
0: Our OH ten, I and, and I have been think. I saw the email uh, late in the day yesterday, the early evening, and I man, I found myself thinking about it the whole rest of the night in in my sleep, and when I woke up this morning, okay, because it's really an interesting situation. All right, now Paul, I forwarded that to you this morning. Or last night. Yes. And said at some yeah, point already. during the week we'll have a chance to cover it and we might as well dive into it right now. We can carry it over. It's from a guy named Steve. Turns out he's a Spanish teacher up there, Paul. That's kinda cool. And, uh, and he wrote me, I, I addressed him last David, night. He, no, I, well, I thought it was Steve. Anyway, he, he, he responded back this morning, uh, to me and told me some more information and sent me the documents he submitted, or, you know, the forms. And he did a real good job. He did his own kind of affidavit, and, uh, uh, uh which is good. No problem with it. Uh, But what was interesting is the response from this attorney general, and it goes back and it transitions and segues from what Merker was just talking about, state law versus federal law, okay? So uh, before we get into it and discuss it, because I want you guys involved in this, this is another opportunity for us to take an offensive stance, especially with those students and new little nationals up there in OH-10 that would like to make Maybe possibly jump on the bandwagon on this guy, okay? Because it leads us an opportunity for that. So it's a very short letter that the Attorney General of the State of Ohio sent back to someone who had submitted them notice. Why don't you read that to the audience, Paul, if you would?
1: Yeah, I I got the email yesterday from you. I have already um clarified, color corrected and sanitized the documents so i placed a link to it in the chat in free conference call already. Oh. So, uh, <clears throat> this uh this letter dated September 27th, 2023 to address to someone now, named David.
0: Yeah, let me let, before you start, before you start, let me tell you the heading of the email i got from him. <laughs> You, could you, do you remember what it was? Urgent, all caps. Yes. Urgent. Is this a bluff letter or something to that effect, right? Yeah. Okay, right. so that's the heading on the email I saw, and I go, oh, crap, here's another one of these, you know. So uh anyway, right. go go ahead. I just wanted to
1: put that little little color in. Okay. Dear Constituent, the Ohio Attorney General's Office has received your correspondence. This office is not a repository for filing documents of this nature. The form you submitted has no force or effect under Ohio law. Statements to any person that this document has been legally filed with the Ohio Attorney General's Office would be false and misleading very respectfully yours constituent services ohio attorney general's office well they're absolutely correct they don't have the capacity to file documents in their office that's not what it was it wasn't a filing it was lawful legal notice correct and i don't care what they do with it
0: well, I've noodled. I've no, well, uh, first of all, what's the first thing that that should jump out at you? Well, thank you, oh, Mr. Attorney Lord. General, for recognizing the submission of my citizenship affidavit right. to your office, okay? Thank you for confirming receipt of that document. Now, what does that do? That nails him in notice, doesn't it? Yes, that's
10: what is. I did with mine, Roger.
0: Okay. And so uh, the other thing, we don't have a capacity in this, that, and the other. Um Interesting. And, and that's uh, this is real debatable for a lot of us, and it's good educational stuff on this. Okay. So technically, our friend here in Ohio is now a citizen of the state of Ohio, isn't he? Uh, technically, uh, yeah. A citizen of uh, Let's Let me rephrase that. We like to right, be. Right. He's a citizen of Ohio State now, isn't he?
10: Right, exactly.
0: Okay. Right. So doesn't the attorney general of the state now have a higher obligation to someone who deserves, who gives allegiance to his state and re- and receives protection than through D.C. when he's not associated with them anymore? Doesn't the attorney general of the state have a higher and clearer duty to that person than the federal citizen?
1: Um, yeah, I would say so.
0: I would, too. And I think he needs to hear that okay uh so that that was one thing that hit me and what i and since they don't have a system and that there's probably a good many of people in ohio we got lease up there and frankie and ron and a couple others that we know about no telling how many people we don't know about right uh it seems like wouldn't it be nice if they all started Corresponding with the Attorney General and letting him know that they're citizens of the state he's the Attorney General for. He's the Attorney General of Ohio, the state of Ohio. It's a federal subdivision, but underneath that is Ohio State. And you could use that quote, a national owes total allegiance to a small less state here being Ohio, which means automatically and reciprocally that Ohio owes them protection. And this guy doesn't want to give them any kind of protection or even acknowledgement, it appears. Correct?
1: well he's not even acknowledging his um responsibility to state citizens
0: do you think it would be nice if we helped to educate him as to those legal facts since he's a big-time attorney general of of a very important state seems kind of important to me how about to you
1: Hang on just a second, Raj. Uh, PPN Studio just hung up on me. Okay. So right. give us a moment, and all I'll right, have us reconnected go. to and the group. Get, get there we go. Okay. Now we're back. Okay. You Sorry got jitsy. about that, folks. Did you get jitsied? Well, I got jitsied, oh. and it jitsied everybody
0: all at once. No, but we continue to hear you, though. Okay? But now let's get back point. to this point. Here's a chance we can educate an attorney general.
1: Mm-hmm. Does that sound good? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. But I don't think, uh, judging from his response, I don't think he's educatable.
0: Well, he might not be. But when you pile more notice on him and put more pressure on him, you never know what the outcome is going to be. Now, do you? You know, here I guarantee you that some of these guys, these attorney generals that are getting these notices, are calling DC and going, "What the hell's going on here?" how do i how do I do this
8: mm-hmm.
0: right so anyway, I thought it was a very interesting letter I thought it was a very interesting response and i said something about when i responded to him and not the attorney general our guy up there and about this guy's what law school he graduated from and he went back and did the research and he graduated from some law
1: school probably nobody's ever heard of so wait uh, a minute we just lost room two. two uh-huh. uh-huh. oh it's
0: monday
1: yeah, it's Monday. Okay. Oh. So anyway, well, no, it's really, really
10: good now. stuff. I want to cover it if we could tomorrow. Um, um I know we're gonna run out of time today.
0: On you you've got well we got thirty minutes left. You got additional stuff or you're on this Ohio situation? No,
10: just just know about the other stuff.
0: Um, well, well I would like let's let's put, let me throw this out to the audience and the regulars around here. Noodle on this situation of this Ohio Attorney General and what he said and how we could possibly uh, take the people that we've got there already and start barraging him a little bit of, hey, I've been informed you have no system to register someone who the state gives has has a reciprocal agreement to give protection to it doesn't sound like you're adhering to your side of the agreement there of this ancient doctrine of jurisdiction by your letter and your actions i mean there's a lot of things we could play with this on okay but i think it's a really interesting example and he could have put something in there like the california guys couldn't he murka oh but we do respect our private citizens but he didn't say that did he
10: Right but I oh I see Paul English trying to get in and trouble. Oh is he well, in
0: well Paul yeah, yeah well listen, well, call well, him, call well, him. He, t- for, he said he yeah. might he said he might pop in uh, yeah, and he, I told he, him
10: I just, just got a message from him on Telegram. Um in and out again he said
1: in and out yeah Yep. Yeah, use well, edge browser and he uh, said it's a it so. problem. Uh, Paul, you have to use the Edge browser. If you're trying Switch. to use Opera, it won't work.
0: Yeah, Opera's gone squirrely on, on, on Jitsi, man. Yeah. Okay, I just sent
10: him that price. message. Okay. Okay. Um, oh,
0: good. Well, that'll be a joy. That'll be a joy. And um, part of the reason for this is, uh, yesterday, you know, I tr I mentioned earlier, I asked Paul on Saturday, as he reposted last week's show? And you said yes. And so yesterday I was looking for something to listen to and I, oh yeah, I can go listen to Paul. And so, uh, I was listening to it. A good show. And of course we love Paul around here. Uh, and, uh, he's our daddy and, uh, I was feeding him some of the info. He's mentioned he's been on his show. He's been on this banking thing for a couple of shows. And I wrote him and I said, you know, I've listened to a couple of these, Paul, and uh, all this banking and fraud and I've, I've yet to hear the word bond mentioned and so i right. sent him a little information and he said he might drop in uh, this week i told him john was on for the first hour so hopefully we'll get him back in here if not we'll get him at some point some week is that there him? He, is. he just showed up yep. there mr yep. pipe smoker here.
1: miss mr, mr. In there okay hey Stopped welcome paul, hey, paul. I'm hanging up Skype. There we okay, go. There we go. I was going to bring him in on Skype, well, but we got him here. A rare
0: occasion and a okay. true joy when we have our good friend Paul English drop by. Hey, Paul, can you talk? Have we got you? Uh, I uh, still you, mean, having, I you having more right. technical problems like show three? <laughs> um. Oh, there we go. No, I'm, I'm talking now, right? Yes, we hear you. Yes, yes. Now awesome. You're oh, welcome. Awesome. Bienvenidos, amigo.
11: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and it's good to be here. It took some bloody doing, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I had to let yeah. There's Paul. You obviously you don't want anybody to turn up. I was just banging oh. away at the thing, seeing a glimpse of the room, and it's just throwing me out again. I thought oh, it was one of those um, clubs, is it? So obviously um, he didn't <laughs> like the look of my face. No, Paul, no, I'm it was it was it was opera
1: doing it. And thank you for letting Mirka know that it was just letting you in and then throwing you right out. I knew exactly what was going on.
11: Did, did i love work? it isn't it great it's good i'm glad i'm yeah technicals are just i'm having a bad case of getting kicked in the technicals often this, <laughs> so this
1: is great
11: you and roger both roger had the my, same problem my, last
1: week my technicals are sore how about yours
11: <laughs> yeah i know it's just a bit much really and uh you know, when you get an instruction to use a different browser, you realize that things have got very, very bad. Okay,
8: yeah. Yeah, it's a
11: good job I had it. Really, I mean, the, I mean, I'm having to use the filthy Edge browser to get in here. It's, it's, oh, it's right. shocking. It's an appalling state of affairs. But anyway, um, nevertheless, I'm here. I can't remember what I was calling in for now. I'm just overwhelmed by all the technical.
10: Well, so you know.
11: I think. Yeah.
10: i um, just to so let you know, I use Quant. And that one works fine, so just so you can have that as another one. That sounds... Um, ...for the browser.
11: Vulgar. <laughs> I know, I
10: know it does.
3: Roger <laughs> Q- uses Edge and Brave. We, never do, we
0: don't cross the Carla line around here, Mark.
10: I know, exactly. Holy moly. It's Q-W-A-N-T. Um, I tried Brave, and Brave was giving me a hard time, so... Well, I've never even—I've
0: never even heard of that browser. I thought it was a search engine.
11: This is a family show. I don't think you should say that. Again, Steve, <laughs> but, uh...
1: Yeah. Okay. So, um, Roger uses Brave or Edge. Both of those two are configured on his on his uh, portable, and they work. Yes. But Opera—it doesn't uh, matter what it, I do to it. Uh huh it doesn't
0: well you know paul opera was bought by the chinese i guess a few years back and it, i've used it since the 90s you know and yeah. and last week two weeks ago it started this kicking you off stuff it will not connect to, it'll connect and kick you out boom boom you're
11: yeah. telling me that opera is no longer a scandinavian project is that no what you're no me? no
0: it's bought by the chinese
11: so it's owned by those little yellow slanty eyed rice noshers.
0: The what uh, the uh, what'd you call them? The bat the bat bat munchers? Yeah, the bat
11: munchers. Rice noshers. Little yellow slanty eyed rice noshers. That's what they're called. Those are not those are not my words, by the way. Well they were, obviously they came out of my mouth, but they were the words of a comic book hero here in England called Captain Somebody or other. He was like a British Marine, he used to go around and just thump people all the time. And whenever he stumbled across uh, people from the uh, Oriental or Chinese people—that's how it referred to them. Those little yellow, slanty-eyed rice noshes. <laughs> and of course, it, once they go into your head when you ate they never come out. That they sounds know, v- they're in there forever. That sounds
0: very racist to me.
11: Racist or racist? <laughs> racist. Yes, it sounds
0: racist. That's sound
11: racist. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> a bit racist, mate. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so there we go. Uh, Captain Hurricane, that was his name I think. Yeah, yeah, big lad, you know, fantastic, great. All a bit silly, as, but there as opposed we go.
1: to Captain Caveman.
11: <laughs> yeah, as opposed to Captain Caveman.
1: Well now you're coming on here you're coming on
0: here late and we're in our last quarter here and it's such a uh, 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 an unusual event when Paul comes and joins us as is anymore, and it's one I relish. And so, what I'd like to do before we go any further is invite you back. You said you had a light week to come back and spend a whole two hours with us one day, but let's go ahead with what we
11: got today. Yeah, no, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I think um, it's totally ridiculous
9: to be uh, calling them right mushers and things. This is this is really a, a horrible thing to say on the show here. I mean,
0: well, he was, he was quoting a comic book, so don't get your panties too bunch in a wad, okay? So go ahead, Paul.
11: Yeah, well, sorry if I gave offense, but I can be a bit offensive at times, really. I sort of thrive on it, really. Um, if you want me back on a on another day, Roger, I don't know what I can't well, do Thursdays no. or Fridays. So well, I possible. no, I'm just so d- letting you. I'm, get, later. I'm
0: giving you what I think they call an open invitation. So if you want to take advantage of it, we love having you around and speaking with you. We don't get to do it anywhere near enough, and uh, yeah. I'll just leave that as an open invitation. You can manipulate it in your own situation. Cool.
11: Fantastic. And Friday is right, not no a good more comic day. book stories from me. Then that's that. Well, that's what we're finished. Yeah, that, yeah.
0: Drop the comic book stories if you come back.
1: I guess. Yeah. Friday is okay. not a good day. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, now Paul and Brent, you know, have a warm relationship. So.
11: Oh, I don't like the guy He's always going on about things And he writes these books way too big, doesn't he? I've got them you know, I've, I've got his books big. He just shows off by writing these colossal books And all the footnotes are in six-point type I'd go blind if I tried to read those things So It's a uh, you know it's tricky. No, he's, he's a good guy. Yeah, I like I like him. He's always he, he sends me messages every now and again. You know, sort of prodding me or something. You came
0: or, or up. Uh, you came up the other day on Friday. We were talking, and Yorkshire came up, and I said, "That's where Paul's from." And he went, "Oh yeah, Paul's a Yorkshire man." Is when uh, uh, actually we were talking about the the battle pre the Battle of Hastings, when he had to go up and fight the other guy up by Yorkshire, Stanford and then come Ridge. down and yeah, and go uh, come down and fight uh, uh, the old uh, Duke of Normandy.
11: Yeah that was quite a thing. I'm it sounded like
0: you know it sounds like to me Paul if he wouldn't have had to fight that first battle he'd easily won and the world would be a lot damn
11: different right now. Does that sound correct? It would have been yeah it's funny you say that because I was talk, I was over at someone's house the other day near Battle where uh, I have to travel over I've got a good friend over in East Sussex and I go over and see him every now and again and I was there he's in his 80s but he's full of fire and his brains he's a great guy. And uh, you see directions to battle, which is now it's named that, where where it took place. But, yes, they walked down England over a week. They walked right. from Yorkshire, from Stamford Bridge, and they walked all the way down. So they must have been a bit tired when they got there. And yep. they were winning the battle and would have won it if they'd not run down the hill. It's very irritating. But world yep. history would have probably been completely different uh, The, if, the arrow, if they hadn't run down that hill. The, know, arrow,
0: the arrow that changed the, the course of the world is the way I look at it.
11: Yeah, maybe. But the battle had kind of got lost by then anyway, because they were all they had to do was stay at the top of the hill. Anyway, it's a bit late. I can't really come back and change it. It's nearly a thousand years ago. But uh, it's amazing, isn't it, that just a, a relatively small number of people having a scrap on a hillside in England at some point nearly a thousand years ago shifted everything so much. I mean, after they won that, the Normans went all over East Sussex and, and, and Sussex in general and just killed people. Just went mad. Just killed a lot of people. Oh, is that right? So, yeah, yeah, there was yeah. There's all sorts of aspects about it, and of course, it it's the origin of where we start a little bit later, having to look at uh, the Doomsday tax. Yeah, absolutely, which is the world's first tax database, and we know who implemented that. And we know who we brought in, and uh, we know about the Shetar laws, which came a few hundred years later, and so on and so forth. It shifted everything. So. Yeah, the England that I want is the one pre-1066, which, of course, makes me a bit of an oddball, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, but there you go. I don't know what to say. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Anyway, you came up Friday in, in the discussion, and uh, because Brent and you have talked, he knew you were from Yorkshire, and he has a lot of interest in England, as you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cool.
11: Well, there's a lot of battles fought up there, and there's another one I've probably droned on about it before, the big one, even bigger than Stamford Bridge, well, certainly in terms of the scale of it, was um the Battle of Towton, which I probably droned oh, on about it yes. when I was on here. That experience. was the English so uh, Civil War, right? It's the War of the Roses. is about right. 1361 or something. It's a long time back. It's on an Easter Sunday. battle took place on that day and two more days mopping up. And on that day... Uh, 28,000 people died wow. with axes, swords, arrows. Yes. Went on. Then the mopping up was even worse. So I, when I grew up as a kid, uh, where I was, there's a, a beck nearby, right near my house, literally, uh, where I used to live. And we used to just run around in cornfields and things. We, we, we had that kind of a place, really. A lot of sort of land available in Yorkshire at the time. And it being the 60s and 70s, you probably had it up there. We were just free to do what we liked. No more phones. Be back by six or your supper will be in the dog or whatever. And we didn't even have a dog, but that's how my mum used to sort of, you know, cajole me to get me back on time. And uh, there was a river there. And uh, we had this tale when we were young. Growing up, I didn't know the historical accuracy of it. There was a point when that river ran red with blood for three days. Well, it actually did. It turns out that that's all completely true. Right. Right. And a few years ago, I went up to the battlefield. It's still there. There's a tiny little plaque to mark it. It's huge. It's a big rolling plane. And uh, for England, it is. It's probably minute in American standards. But for over here, it's a big space. It's enough, obviously, it was obviously enough space to kill 28,000 men. So, and that's still, to this day, the biggest loss of English life in one day ever. Really? Yep. Wow. How about that? And it was snowing. It was an Easter Sunday and it was snowing. And it started about six o'clock in the morning and they went on all day. So there you go. Uh, mm, I've seen, afraid. I've seen, you
0: know, I've watched a lot of videos on English history and I remember a, a video on that. The Taunton is that how it's pronounced?
11: Tauten. Yeah, Tauten. Mm-hmm. Towton, yeah, Towton. T O W T O N. It's pronounced Towton. Right. It's just
0: a field. There were no uh, hills or any yep. other geographical advantages. It's just a flat field.
11: Yeah flat field with some rivers and they got trapped at this beck, and that's why you know they all got slaughtered at the beck, and that went over two or three days so yikes yes lots of that unfortunately every man's, country has got this sort of horrific things in that man's inhumanity
0: to man man's inhumanity to man
11: well i guess i suppose yeah it is really it's about power isn't it yes you know? and it's unavoidable and uh you know we're in the We're in the gun sights of it right now. It seems to me. Yep. uh, There's one way. It's certainly one way of of expressing it. That um, there's no point. You know, you think, well, maybe we could communicate with these people and they would just, you just, no, look, no, you just no. sit down here. I've just got to, you know, but it's impossible for them to change. No. And it's absolutely foolish of us to even think that you could affect them. And They're, you can't trust anything
0: they life. say. You can't trust anything no. they say. You can't trust anything they put in writing. Look at the look at the uh, no. look at the, uh, the situation in Ukraine. Oh, yeah. We'll sign that agreement. So we got time to rearm. Mm-hmm. Now they come out and make that statement on their premeditated thinking before they signed a treaty that they knew they were going to break. These are the people we're dealing with. All the historical uh, labels, untrustworthy rats, etc., apply. And it applies to them by their actions, their culture, and their religion.
11: Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's all very. You know, it's like a rerun of things that we – those of us, that, of course, that are familiar with even just a few incidents from history um, understand the way that people are manipulated and deceived. And it's just the same playbook again and again oh. and again. Uh, Paul, again, I've and said that for, for years. But
0: See, that's what I've found in all this legal stuff and my historical studies too. They do the same thing over and over and over again. Now – before, they had an advantage because they uh, were doing long-term planning on us. But now, if you understand that principle, it becomes an Achilles' heel for them because they're predictable.
11: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think they may be. And obviously, there have always been people that didn't understand what was going on, although there would have been few and far between in number. And maybe you could say there are a lot more people that know, and that's true. Um. But there's this thing about us as a herd animal. There's no point pretending that we're not. We no, are. There's an aspect to us. And uh, what's that phrase? You know, people go mad in crowds and slowly recover consciousness alone. Yes. Slowly. Individually. And it's the madness of crowds that's the problem. Um, you can. I've just. I took delivery i ordered a book i I, I buy books every now and again roger don't know about you but i do uh it's a new thing for me again because i took a few years off of actually just ordering books every other week and having them pile up you know Mm -hmm. that bookmarks in five or six books all at the same time Mm -hmm. and never finish any of them and was quite happy about it really because i was looking for specific things but uh i ordered a copy of the french revolution by nesta webster about uh, a month ago and it arrived the other week yeah and um Although this is a bit prissy, what I'm going to say, I ordered it from an Indian company that makes it as a new hardback, and it's a wonderful bit of bookmaking, actually. And what they've done is they've taken a copy of the old book from, like, 1920, or whenever it first came out. They've kind of just uh, photographed it, put it in. It's not as brilliant as a brand-new book, but to read it, it's fantastic. However... That aside, even though it's a nice volume to hold, and I've suddenly rediscovered that holding physical books is a much better way to read than no, anything on a screen. Without and, a doubt, yeah, it's like an experience. Really, I, I set aside time, I sit down, and it just goes in that much better. I cut everything else out, as opposed to being distracted with the phone going, the screen going. But the thing about—I've um, uh, just read the first—it's about five or six hundred pages. I've got through the first hundred and ten pages in the last few days, and. Um, it's astonishing, actually. I, I found out so much in hundred pages because I'm kind of fascinated by the French Revolution. Yes, I, I've got it in my own mind that it's actually hideous. I know the Russian one's hideous. I know what happened in the last century with World War One and World War Two. Well, one war basically with it being a big long halftime break is hideous. I understand all that, but there's something of a psycho- the psychological dimension of the French one is is really unsettling. And uh, to me, it is anyway, maybe I'm you know. But I've been going through these things, looking, and you just see how agitators completely can get a hold of a crowd and get them doing the most horrific things.
0: January 6th. Terrifying. January 6th. It's terrifying.
11: Yeah, it is. It's terrifying. And, and and this is the bit that's unnerved me. I say this quite openly with regards to this jab gibberish. It's not the jab. It's not even the so-called disease. That's got – that's minor to me. You just got – you know, if you've got your brains about it, you say, no, I, I won't be doing that. Thank you very much on your bike. You know, go away. But it's the way that other people have conformed to it is extremely unsettling. Yep. And um, that that's the bit. And suddenly I, it kind of – reading the now reading these tales about the French Revolution and looking at it, the account, I'm finding it gripping because it's almost like being there because now you understand – or I do more fully – how crowds are bent out of whack, how they're twisted. I mean, the king was it Louis the Sixteenth? Yes. <laughs> He's a great guy. I'm serious. It's just ridiculous. Marie Antoinette was not a bad person. The the priesthood were not abusing the peasants. It's complete manure from start to finish and these isolated incidents in paris that kicked it all off are manipulated by them shipping in thugs from marseille known as the Marseille, which were literally murderers and stuff of of southern origin and from italy from you mean, like it you, mean spoil- you mean like
0: the majority of the migrants that they're getting into our country now that they go to the prisons yeah, and I- intentionally right. pick the worst people out to put in those migrant caravans you mean kind of like that correct
11: that's exactly what i mean roger yes over
0: they this- do this same thing over and over again
11: over and over again and i think even in russia during the they allowed all the murderers out of the prisons to terrorize the bourgeoisie or whatever name they were calling us back then you know the, the competent people and when you read these things and see how the crowd gets out of hand it's that's the bit you go good grief i don't know how you stop this how do you stop that arising in people particularly when i've detected that it's here amongst loads of the people that i live with and no doubt you too maybe not where you are literally but certainly in the states and throughout most of the remnant of the western christian nations no the commies um, the
0: commies get the indians here all riled up send them down from the mountains and drop stuff from the bridges over the overpass and do lighted tires and stop the traffic and all that they do that here too
11: so it's it's scary stuff i mean the bastille the storming of the bastille right you have this sort of "way," hey, you know liberty fraternity equality it's all complete manure that story it's, it's manure and uh, nesta webster who wrote it she's absolutely, it's fantastic it's a brilliant brilliant book even that scumbag churchill had to sort of acknowledge uh, wester with uh, webster with her understandings well, of the world I agree. which she wrote in the 20s and 30s you know I mean she she's absolutely it's a brilliant yeah. read yeah. it is a fantastically easy read it is to me wonderful and um, I would love but, it you know, it must have all, all these facts if you're able if you're
0: able to come back and join us for a full show I'd love to do a whole show on the French revolution because that was their first effort at implementing all yeah. these concepts and ideas
11: well, after they'd taken hold of England by taking Charles I's head off, that's what I would say. So basically, you know, they they took out – we had the so-called English Civil War in the mid-1600s, Cromwell's poncing about, you know, and they think he's going to be the messiah and all that. It's a toss-up between him and, and Sabotage V, 1666, <laughs> which is also – yeah, seriously, I don't know if you know that, but oh, yeah. the, the world jury was in, they're all running around going, oh, we need a new site. It's either Cromwell or it's Shabbatai Shvi or Oh my it's God. Shmurney, you
0: know? Oh my God.
11: Yeah, didn't you know that? They're all, no, going, I you know, didn't. anyway, I think Shvi won the poll, you know, he won Opportunity Knocks or whatever it is. It's you, Shabbatai. And you've got a holiday for two, you know, the Black <laughs> Coast or whatever. So. <laughs> I don't know. These guys, you know, and it's also the year where they set off the fire of London. Yes. know yes. They like their numbers. then they, know, they redesigned Paul, that part of the town, Masonic grids and all that kind of stuff. I had
0: That's a friend. In, I had a friend in Atlanta who is from a real, real wealthy family from Newport, Rhode Island. His family at one time were the largest holders of AT&T stock in the country. OK. And his his great, great grandmother. The only thing that was left after the fire of uh, London was their uh, sterling silver tea set. Wow. She yeah. donated. They, saw... one, they donated one of the ships that evacuated all your soldiers from Dunkirk.
11: Did they? Dunkirk, when Adolf let us get away. Yes. <laughs> Which he did. <laughs> right. So, uh. Yeah, I think I, the reason also I'm I'm reading it right now. Where are we now? Just at the beginning of October. So I'll have this wrapped up this month or in a couple of weeks. And I wanted to because there's this film. I mentioned it in one of these new shows that I'm doing. Uh, there's a film coming out uh, Thanksgiving, I think, uh, is the date. So that's what, the third, last Thursday of November or something? You third
0: third Thursday of in November, I think, yeah.
11: Third Thursday of November, so th- I think that's slated to its release date. So there's a film of Napoleon coming out by Sir Ridley Scott. Oh, Ridley Scott. yeah, the guy that made um, Gladiator, and I've seen the trailer for it, and I'm gripped already. And I thought, well, I better really get uh, right up to speed on the French Revolution. Not that I'm necessarily expecting it to be wholly historically accurate. It's got to tell a tale as well, but. I thought, you know, because the French Revolution is the uh, well, it's the crucible from which Napoleon arose phoenix. Yes,
0: yes, it is. France. It sure is. Uh, give you and a the little
11: parallels between him and, and Hitler are, the, are similar. Hitler uh, arises very. out of the Weimar Republic and the very. devastation of World War One. And, and Versailles. They're both loved by their people. Right. And they're both demonized as people that want to take over the world. That's both a lie in both cases, and they're both fighting the money power. Yep. That's basically what they're doing, in my view. The the fighting the money power which was ensconced in London at the time. Let
0: me give you a tidbit here, and I'd be very anxious to to see as you read through that book if it's mentioned, okay? What are we dealing with today? What's the big deal? The deep state, right? What's the Mm -hmm. deep state? The administrative state of bureaucrats interpreting legislation into man-made laws and applying them to the serfs. That's the administrative state. There's your power right there okay it originated after the French Revolution and do you know where the word bureaucrat comes from
11: well it sounds awfully French to me Roger enlighten me tell me
0: the administrative state that they established after the revolution you could tell the bureaucrats because they all had burlap as a desk covering
11: and burlap in French is bureau right Understood. I thought it would something, have something to do with, a, like, a writing bureau. So it must come from that. Yep. That's interesting. Yeah. No, I think – I mean, there's, there's a character in it called the Duke d'Orléans, the Duke of Orleans. Mm-hmm. And he, from all accounts, certainly as Webster writes him, is as repulsive a character as you could possibly imagine. I mean, this is a man of uh, hideous revenges. He's driven by revenge against the queen, Marie Antoinette, for, for a slight over something. And he's, uh, he's just repellent. And there's a whole, basically, uh, there are there's a massive influence. Although I've not got to it in the book, and I don't know whether she covers it in this. But there were two clubs in London, the Continental and the Something Club. They were massively involved in organizing that. W- wow. Was it the massive.
0: one that, was the other one the one that Ben Franklin was in? And I can't remember the name of that one. But the Hellfire, well, he Hellfire, it, Hellfire, Hellfire Club.
11: Maybe. I don't know. I haven't got that one down on, on on my notes. I mean, what years are we talking We're talking uh, 1780s. Yeah, right? basically, 1780s. I, I would think. No, the, uh, now, when was Franklin? Well, well now hold it. We got. He over here? Well, I
0: don't know. But we got our historian on board now. Daryl, what was the date?
7: Well, uh, Franklin, uh, Franklin was the grand master of the French Masons uh, that. Uh, well, was it. it hmm. Orient Lodge, <laughs> he, he uh, uh, yeah, uh, and there was, there, it was called the Sisters of something. Uh, it's a vague term. Uh, a lot of the history of Benjamin Franklin in England and Europe, uh, France has been uh, obviously covered up. Uh, good to hear you, Paul. By the way, I have the book. You too. I bought it. At, I bought it a year ago. It's a wonderful. It's leather bound. And if anybody here is interested in it. You go to Biblio, B-I-B-L-I-O. That's the Indian company. I, I've got about ten of their books. There. Yeah, me too. You, you mean
11: you're talking about Nesta Webster's book, Darrell? Yes. Yes. Yeah.
7: Yeah. I have the French Revolution by Nest Webster, and yeah. she had she had other she had some other uh, she had some other writings on the
11: Fabians
7: as well. Uh,
11: yeah. And he's very knowledgeable. The, uh, the intrigue, brilliant are, actually.
7: Absolutely brilliant. Uh, intrigues and infamies is is the basis. Intrigues and infamies is the basis of the French uh, Revolution, which is misnamed. Yes. It's a communist <laughs>
11: revolution. It's an Illuminati. It's an yep. Are you, you Daryl? Are you suggesting it's misnamed yeah. like the U.S. Civil War is misnamed? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mis- are, are you suggesting it's, it's misnamed, misnamed like the English Civil War is misnamed? No. Yes. 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 Are we beginning to detect yes. a pattern here? Yes. <laughs> By golly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes.
7: By the way, I've I've I listen to all your shows uh, on Paul English, uh, Paul English Live. You're doing a you're doing a masterful job, uh, and uh, I just want to encourage you for uh, really taking the time to uh, untangle it, and then also weave, take the time to deal with the story, and, and, and instead of just trying to just rush it, I, I think you're
11: doing a, a, a service to it. So, well, thanks. Yeah. It's been a bit rough the first few weeks. I just I just jumped in. Because if I didn't, I was never, ever going to get started, ever. I just was never going to get started. I, yeah. I've always got a thousand and one other things to do. And I thought, I need to be doing this. So the one last week was the first one that worked. But coming back – and thank you for – and it's great to talk to you again. And um, talking about, the, about Webster's book and that Indian publisher, that's where I ordered mine from. I was just stunned with the quality of it. I went, oh, these are great. In fact – I'm feeling like getting in touch with them and asking them to reprint some of the old documents I would like to see reprinted properly. I mean, seriously, there are things that I would love done like that. It transforms the reading experience, and the learning experience is so much easier. When you're actually holding a book that's built like a book used to be built, it tra- it's just makes you think differently. It does well, me anyway. I
0: it hadn't had AI go through it and correct all of the politically incorrect phrases and words. <laughs> no, there's,
7: well, Paul, there, yeah. Paul if, if, since, you're, since you're familiar with this publisher in India, uh, a book that I would recommend to you from them. Uh, yep. Is an 1890s book called The Great Red Dragon.
3: I've the just Great been Red reading
7: Dragon. it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by Woolf, that one. Oh yeah, yeah. He names names and he lays it all out in 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 ex- beautiful common language detail. Yeah, and he's doing this in 1890. Okay.
11: <laughs> yes. I mean it's there were still gaps you see in, in maneuverable communication spaces back then it's uh, I've had that for years and dabbled in and ran around with it all of it. It's amazing that you mention it because I was reading it this morning actually <laughs> again, yeah. and I was just going through certain bits but there's this the, you you mentioned plain language I think this is still part of the great challenge i mean I'm not in what I'm doing weekly, I'm not planning to do an exhaustive technical breakdown of how banking works because frankly it's boring as hell and it's just to really get the line in. It's. Like, this is a topic that you're familiar with and people here are familiar with, but the vast majority of people outside of this conversation don't know you can even question it. Nope. They don't know you can even question this. It's, you know.
0: That's right. That's part of it. Well, you hear the whistler in the background, so hopefully we're in a brisk conversation of extremely important and interesting topics, and maybe we can entice Paul back tomorrow and pick it up again.
11: You can sure. I'll I'll use it as a bit of research for what I'm going to do on Thursday as well. Although I'm planning to do a bit more newsy stuff on Thursday. I've not I've not even talked about race. I better not mention the Chinese. Oh I'm going to be in no, a lot no, of trouble. No. I've been so guarded, you know, by the way that I'm talking because of where I live. There's certain words, and people are going. Paul's been a bit wet, and I'm going. Yeah, yeah. Well, you come and live here, and you start shooting your mouth off. Let's see what happens. So I'm going to leave it to the listeners to actually fill in the gaps that I'm purposely leaving in my uh, in my pitches at the moment. But we'll get there
0: okay we well hopefully we will we'll reconvene yeah, we might even right drag Daryl yeah. back in tomorrow as he adds so much cool. and uh, we'll just cover a lot of this stuff and I think this is incredibly interesting and important information for our listeners to absorb and understand and you get your arms around the big picture we'll commence again tomorrow see ya bye